Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Episode 5 of Below the Belt. What? Yeah! Yes! Rabbit punches, low blows. Dick punches. That's not a, that's not an illegal move. No, it's no, not, no, not, not here. It's not. Just a low blow. Yeah. We appreciate the, the art of what? Sorry. Dick punch and a low blow. Yeah, you can hit in the lower abdomen, that's a low blow. Yeah, there. you can hit someone in the fire in the knee, but that's considered a low blow. But if you punch someone squarely on the shaft, that's a dick punch. And that's, and that's for me, that's a 10-8 round. Give me... <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. funny, Al. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking start this mugging because I'm not. I can't. I can't Get help on it. with it. Fuck's sake. I can't help it, Alex. This is your face. Uh, we've already argued before we started. <laughs> right before we started recording, you said Alex has wound you up because of a tweet you sent. What was it? I'm yeah. just Alex said um, he's going to knock me out in the first ten minutes. Yeah. I'm Thelonious, by the way. Hi. We haven't introduced. We never introduced ourselves. Oh, that's true. This podcast. Yeah. It's very bad. Someone said that to me the other day. Actually, we should. How are they going to know who's who? Who is this person? So I'm Alex from Bristol. <laughs> I'm Callum from Uxbridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Flav from Bull Street. Wanna be ballers? Shock. Got a bad push. I just think a bit about the Benjamin. What was this tweet about? He said, "Not he said, not you out." He said, "Gonna knock me out in the first ten minutes." I just said, "We're off to go to record the blow the bell." Everyone's like looking forward to gonna knock flown us out in the first ten minutes. It's only because you came up first before count. That was it. That's all it was. Why are you so aggressive? No, I'm just trying to interact. I'm just trying to have some fun. Is it because of your and plus he sieves? He sieves about things because he was running a bit late. I knew he'd be a little bit angry. Yeah, it's because Al gets dropped by twelve-year-olds every day in the gym. Yeah, exactly. Naturally angry. I build up. I have to build it up. So I've got some aggression to go and knock those twelve-year-olds out next time. Thank you, everyone, for downloading and listening to the last pod. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud. Twitter is at below the belt underscore, and we've got about 120 followers. I don't want to be. I mean, I suppose it's it's a bit kind of uh, what would you call it? New. <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of underground. It's kind of we don't, yeah. We don't want got a niche followers. following. A niche. That's yeah. it. That's I got a hardcore cult following. Um, Every one of you that follows counts. Yeah. yeah. Spread the yes. word. Yes. Because exactly. as much as what they've just said, we, we actually do would like quite a lot more. Yeah. But when you got <laughs> when you got 120, you care for them. That's you do, true. you do, but when you got thirty thousand like the fighting cock, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Literally, all thirty thousand of you don't give a fuck about a single one of you. <laughs> Fair enough. That's not true. I love you all. Anyway, uh, facebook.com forward slash BTB Pod. Should we go straight into it, guys? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, let's go into it. Man. David A versus the Cobra Chump. What do you think? Um, I actually missed the Briggs fight. I only saw the I only saw the Hay fight. 
Um, his dick print looked really good. <laughs> I saw that <laughs> one. We all took the piss out of Charles Martin. He was wearing a... with his shorts up that high. What David Hay looked ridiculous. Is what he was going known, on? He's been known for having good trucks you know, with the yeah. Union Jack and the, the Turk flag. Well, so what was going on? when he started fighting? He used to have black, just black puma. Yes, yeah. Yeah. He used black, black boots, black, black gloves, gloves yeah. and just a simple puma sign. I was like, this guy's. It looks good. And that was the thing that stood out to me. Like, I didn't even really watch boxing much then. I weren't really into it like I am now. <coughs> and um, this geezer came out. Hey, I think it was Lalenga Mock. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he's just bowling in. And like, this geezer is. But I think he wobbled or he might have dropped yeah, Hay. Yeah, dropped him. Yeah. Um, but he was. Hay was a badass. Like, he yeah, was yeah. just. That, he was like everything I loved. Or, or I, I began and, and then. Fell in love with with boxing. He was just it was just amazing. But anyway, he fought the. Co- is he called the Cobra? Because we, we, no one can pronounce. I can't. It's got three oh, J's and two G's in the name. I mean, you it's know. fucked. Man. It's, it's fucking out of order, to be honest. But you're gone out. Sorry, mate. I'm glad he got knocked out. Yeah. No, I was just saying. I said it's different. I didn't even notice it until you mentioned it to me on Twitter, and then I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> and then the other guy had shit tits. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he did have shit tits. Yeah, yeah, shit tits versus dick print. He yeah. was. I mean, it was ridiculous. The, the the ridiculous matchmaking, and I know. Look, we know why he's come back and just trying to have fights before he moves on to whatever the next phase is going to be for him. But I, I didn't enjoy it one bit. Partly the production of it was horrific. <coughs> we'll come on to that. But okay. let, let's talk about the fight. Okay. Well, I mean, what can you talk about? We learned nothing. It All right. Well, nothing. yeah, we, we learned nothing. He's come in. He's had essentially two warm-up fights. Actually, we have we just we, we discussed the entire fight really. I mean, it's, yeah. 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 it's longer than the fight. Yeah. yeah. So what? Yeah. So he's had two warm up fights. My issue is that he's headlining. It's free. It's terrestrial TV. But you have to pay for that. That would be ridiculous. You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's headlining these huge shows at O2. Mm-hmm. People are spending a, a, a huge amount of money to go and watch him fight. He's still a draw. Mm. He's still bringing bringing people in, but. Surely you could do a little bit more of that attention and those eyes. Surely it would be better. I don't know whether it would be better for him. Money-wise, he could go and fight on someone's, high up on someone's undercard as the, as the great return of, of David Hay before he starts going and doing shows of his own. Because, I mean, I don't know what... I mean, we're going to talk about the Briggs fight in, in a minute, I'm sure, but I don't know how that happens, money-wise. Who pays for Briggs and who pays for Hay? The gate isn't going to cover it. And if it's on free-to-air TV again... How's that going to happen? Well, I've heard he's got a deal with O2, so um, I'm guessing a lot of the money goes to him and doesn't get filtered through promotional companies and all the rest of it. <coughs> but um, <coughs> no, it's, all, it's all motivated by money, and um, I don't think he's in it for, for the glory, for wanting to win belts or being a lineal champion or anything. He just wants to, just wants some money. He just wants to get the money and, and cut, really. And... Um, I mean, even what Flavio said earlier on about how he first saw Hay, you know, mm. how we all fell in love with him, that makes it all the more difficult to, to accept yeah. of what Hay's become. He's become a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a circus, because I loved it. I remember Hay as, a, as an amateur. I think he fought Solis. I remember that fight vaguely. And um, from then I loved him. And um, now I see him on Dave, I'm just like, well, I don't really give a shit, you know? It's, and it's, I never thought I'd say that. Just, it's not even... I don't give a shit. It's actually ruining it a bit, a yeah. bit like ruining everything he's done. And he may go on to do amazing things. He could well go and face Joshua in a year's time and knock him Sparko. Mm. I think he probably beats him right now. Hey, he beats Joshua. Do you know? What? I, really? I do. No, I do. I but anyway, that's that's another discussion. Yeah. No. But we, um, but yeah, but he's, what he's doing now is damaging his legacy. But mm. I guess from his perspective, he's like, I don't give a fuck. Look how many people you're saying this, but look how many people. Filling that arena, don't get me wrong. I reckon I don't reckon there were many boxing fans there. No, no, no. I, I think it was the thing that really stood out for me was how quiet the crowd was. There was no real atmosphere there at all. It was just really, really quiet. Um, there wasn't really much noise at all. Only when he scored the knockdown and he finished and he finished him off. Like you said, T. It feels to me, and I, I said this in Boxing Monthly today, um, it feels like a cash grab to me. It's just come in, cheap undercard, cheap, pay Briggs, little money, fight cans, and then sob off. That's um, what it feels like to me. Sorry, Tegel. We're it will end. So after Briggs. I think, yeah, I think, I think Briggs might have got paid okay. But like, you know, you're saying once he's fought Briggs, you think he'll, he'll leave? No, no, no. I think he's looking for the big, big money fight right, right. in Joshua. I think that's money, isn't it? That's a Wem- money, that's, uh, that does Wembley Stadium like that. Mm. I think it sells at Wembley Stadium in, you know, in an hour. Yeah. Um, but you're gone too. I don't... I mean, Hayes coming back from you know, a career-ending injury. Well, it was career-ending, but he's yeah. come back from it. And um, 
I don't think it's in his interest to fight someone who's going to really test him. Um, so another thing I've heard is um, who else is out there? A lot of people are tied up. Wilder was tied up with Povetkin. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Louis Ortiz is fighting Ustinov. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jennings has had two tough fights already. I think with um, he needs to come back. Yeah, he can't, so can't keep I don't think fights. he can come back against someone like Hayes. There's not many fights out there for David Hay, and um, he's I've fought someone. He's fought someone who's been 29 and no. Who the fuck has he beat? Oh 20? no, his records. Which would you have been interested, more interested in David Price and, and Hay or Hay White? Why would why, why, why come back to that now? Why, why, what do you that, mean? But no, no, there's. All right, one discussion. What I wanted, sorry, what sorry. I want, and I, again, I said this in Boxing Monday today. What I, want, what I would have preferred to see him is someone like, I'm a big I'm a fan of his, Ian Lewison from Brixton, the Miguel's Gym in Brixton. Good domestic level, he'll bring a bit of gob to the, to the, to, you know, to the build up. But ultimately, Hayes' class will tell and Hay will win. But these guys, like, nah, both of them, Damori and what's his name, Al? But they're ranked, that's why he's fighting them. I know, yeah, I know. I'm not saying they deserve to be ranked, but yeah. it's all. I mean, apparently Briggs is in the top 10 too, with. Um, forget, I forget what body is, so. Yeah. I can see the logic in it, but it's. it's I don't think anyone denies about the, the logic as to, as to what you do it from his own personal viewpoint. He's thinking, what's the best way to get to where I want to be now? And if this is the easiest route to do it, then that's, that's the easiest route he's going to take. But I just. I feel like. Because I'm the same, you know. I loved, I loved that day, but I, that last uh, at the weekend just left me feeling. Uh, if I never see him fight again, I'd be quite happy. Did you, uh, did you I, probably, I was genuinely livid. Did you see what Hearn? I felt like he took the piss out of me. Sorry, go. Hearn said, uh, "Well, you would if you'd have paid. You didn't pay." No, but, it I don't, but the fact that I watched it anyway. But it's, it's the talking afterwards. It was like celebrating as if he'd just beat. You know, if he just beat John, yeah, that's an issue. It's like 1984, isn't it? When you watch the whole production, um, I think Dempsey, what's his first name? Is it Paul Dempsey? Paul Dempsey. Yes. Yeah. Paul yeah, he was in the first fight. It was a fight Demore, and apparently he asked, "Hey, some really tough leading questions." Big Gaffey Davis said on, on his board, and um, apparently he got binned for the second fight because I don't think Hay wanted Lazarus Lander questioning. So it's all very much. Was he's he's previous with that Dempsey as well. Was there it? also a bit? I don't know if it was me, but when he was giving his interview in the ring afterwards, Hay. Was there not a smattering of boos when he yeah. was saying about? I thought there was. I, I, I heard some booing. I, yeah. I thought I did, but that would suggest there was boxing fans in the audience. Possibly, but yeah, um, Dempsey's got previous for that. Actually, he's the one that made uh, Ricky Young cry after. Yes, he, he is. Uh, yes, he is. He did. <laughs> he just kept... was it Sanchenko? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. As, a, as a journalist, you're supposed to ask difficult questions, and you and know, that's the ultimate, isn't it? If you can make a boxer cry, then you've done your job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But then, um, I mean, Hatton came back. Was it the Pacquiao defeat? Against Sanchenko, you could have after the Pacquiao fight. Yeah. Yeah. So you could have had someone easy. I mean, I think. Um, I mean, the parallel I'm drawing to is that you know Hayes kind of come back against people he knows he can beat. Hatton could have just yeah. left his career on a win, and he fought someone. He fought um, Carl Brook. He's fought. He's got. A, he's a decent fighter, Sanchenko. I think he, he, put, he fought Paulie Manalji. Uh, you know, yeah. I think Manor. the obviously speaks volumes about it, you know. Hey. It does indeed. It does, and about Hatton as well. But I think the the reasons for them Hatton wasn't getting in there for money. He was getting in there to try and exercise his demons, which yeah, to yeah. a certain extent he did. He absolutely. Um, yeah. So obviously it's going to come up next. Briggs Hayes already even said it before. Uh, before what's his name? Shannon Briggs. Yeah, before before he thought he said he'd Briggs his next because he's yeah. wound him up. Yeah. Um oh, not interested in that. Fucking either. pantomime, wasn't it? It was so pretend. All of that afterwards outside the ring and no, uh, I fucking and all that. Yeah. But, but it was so pretend, wasn't it? Oh let's go it was fucking cringe. I think the ir- the irritating thing is that it's a four month lead time, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it September. Yeah, yeah. So you've got so Hayes had what, two two rounds and in three months, he's got away four. It'll be four months build up of that. Yeah, I mean, in, in a point of perspective, um, Bellew's fight had five weeks to sell tickets, and this has got four months. And it's a shit fight. <coughs> yeah. It's just it's bullshit. I don't. At least we talk about it the better. I think. Right. Let's, <laughs> talk, let's talk about the event then, because that that, yeah. that is interesting. Um, it, it was the worst boxing event I've ever seen in my entire life. You mean the production the production Every, side of it? Everything yeah. actually. Mm. Everything. Well, yeah. The, the fight, apart from the super middleweight fight. Um, Domestic uh, British title fight between uh, two guys from Essex. I can't remember their names. Yeah, yeah, that was was ridiculous. Ten yeah. rounds of fucking war they had, yeah. uh, and that I was. Remember. I mean, it's a shame that they had to be on that bill. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So there was that. There was the 
So we had the delay in the in the sync between the sound and the picture. Yeah, yeah. Which was But that's Dave, that's a production thing. That's not for yeah. hey. Right, no no no, I'm not saying that. I'm but just that saying was, that, that was, was that was bad. The Lethal Bizzle performance. Oh now, he's paying these celebrities to, to be this. Yeah. Yeah. He paid Mourinho. He paid how, how do you he? know that? Why, why why would Mourinho be it's obviously Mourinho's what's, been what's to quite a few though in the Yeah, but why did he go to why did he go to Hayes fight though? Oh, I think I think is he has got to be something in it for Mourinho for Eve was, so, Gwen, so you, was Gwen Stefani there? Was she? No, I didn't. Right, so I, so I was thinking he's kind of enticing these celebrity friends in to give. Well, yes, exactly, exactly. And well, we he, don't know who paid them though. Like, well, I don't, I don't know, but you know, there's something in it for them. <laughs> yeah, um, there's the lethal bizzle. Yeah, um, I think in terms of um, the way the show is produced, I think it's it's obviously a bit rough around the edges. It's obviously a bit crap, but. That might be that might be the future. I mean, I heard earlier on that he's got he might have a deal with O2. That might be the way a few other fighters go. Did you not feel it was all really embarrassing and out, of course, just out of touch with what boxing no, is? No, it, it absolutely is. And people say oh, it's the death of boxing. No, it isn't. Boxing, That's not the death of boxing. Boxing's tougher than that, and um, it's it's not good to see. Um, I mean, as I said, hey, or someone who went to Paris to beat Mormek, and you know, he, yeah. And he fought, he fought Macronelli, which was a risky fight. He took yeah. that, and he's gone from that to, to I mean, even this didn't that heavyweight before. I mean, he he, um, he ran down Vlad you know, the t-shirt with his yeah. head taken off. Yeah. I think since he's turned heavy, it's just kind of. I, 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 think, I, I think he's lost. I think it's, it's like he's, he's lost his hunger. He has, yeah, because he made the money from Vlad. Um, he got the adulation from beating Valuev. Um, and I think since then, since he lost to Vlad and his first retirement at age 30, um, he's kind of just lost his hunger and it's just about making money now. Yeah. It's just about making short money and getting out. The only other thing I want to see about, say about the boxing element of it as well is he's fighting these guys. This isn't preparing him for high-quality opponents. Yeah. You can't fight these guys and then you're not giving yourself the right preparation to fight a Joshua, a Fury, a Wilder, etc. Yeah. Um, I think that's really... Worrying on his point, from his standpoint. It's interesting you said that, that ties into the Joshua Parker fight with um, Takam. Uh-huh. So, Parker's obviously been knocking a lot of people over. Yep. Takam is someone who's been widely avoided. Yeah. He's got a good resume. I mean, I, th- I think it's even been said that if Takam fought Joshua enough, he'd probably be his best opponent that, yep. he's, ever, that he's ever fought. And, oh, um, definitely. I, mean, I, I had seen Parker before, full disclosure. I'd never seen him before, before that fight. And <coughs> it was, he really did labour to that win. Yeah. Um, I mean, what did you guys make, make of the fight? He did. He did labour to that win. I think that's that's not the Parker I've seen mm-hmm. uh, before. Not, albeit not a huge amount of it, but that wasn't the fight I was expecting it to. Actually, it probably was the fight I was expecting it to be, but it wasn't. It wasn't the fight I thought Park. I expected Parker to, to fight. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he, he he got the job done, and I think um, that's going to be interesting now because you know we know what IBF are like with mandatory. So I think that mandatory won't get called till November for yeah. Joshua. Yeah. So Joshua could probably have two, probably two voluntaries before yeah. that he's time. He's already he's already um, penciled in front of the fight Parker, by the way. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. couple of months. So, so like I said, so that mandatory will get called November. So we're looking. Yeah, it's January. I think uh, Parker's Parker's coach was quite honest about his performance, and and he didn't make out like it was the best performance he'd ever seen. He was actually you know, he was quite critical of Parker. So I, I don't think um, Parker's team will be in a hurry to enforce that mandatory status. Um, I actually quite like Parker in it. I thought that um, there was a couple of times where he looked a bit sticky and things like that, but I thought he paced it really well. I thought that uh, he. You know, selected his shots really well. Uh, I think the only thing that he just kind of let Takan back into it when he really didn't need to. I thought yeah. he could have won it wider than what he did. But I actually was quite impressed with him. It's weird because if you listen to Hearn today, um, firstly he said that Hay has done nothing. In, in fact, he's damaged his his opportunity to to fight Joshua. I think like, he's correct there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But what he also said was that Joshua, their plan for Joshua was uh, um, Fury. White and then Hay if he continues to build. Uh-huh. So he wants a rematch with Dillian White after Fury. No, there, I can understand him making a rematch with Dillian White. Dillian White's giving his that, best fight. Well, they said that today, though, because I thought, I thought what they said about, because obviously White's signed with, yeah, with right. Matchroom now, yeah. uh, which obviously makes it easier to do. So I think does Parker fit in that, is what I'm saying? Yeah, question. well, I don't know. I think. Well, yeah, so there's talk of Parker finding a Joshua undercard at the back end of this year. Help build that fight. So maybe mm. it'll happen in the first quarter of next year. Yeah, but no, um, obviously, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, Hearn was also on. Hearn also said um, 
that fighting hey would only be motivated by money yeah would only be motivated by belts um, Joshua wants Fury and if Fury um, gets through against Vlad <laughs> then that's the one they all want a linear belt yeah <coughs> I don't see Joshua beating Fury and I don't see my point of view ever changing I mean unless um, unless he just you know completely fucks shit up against Vlad I don't yeah I've, at this stage I'd say Fury handles Fury all day yeah, long agreed. all day long agreed uh, all right, let's move on to Alvarez and Amir Khan. It's such a long time since this fight. How do we cover this properly? I think it, it went. I listened to the podcast actually just after that fight. Mm. So we recorded a week before. Yeah. All of us said exactly how it happened. Mm. Can and then the whole boxing world said, "Can Khan stay out of his way? Can he dip in and out?" And the answer was no, as we saw yeah. sixth round. Yeah. But it made the Mayweather win look so much better, though, didn't it? Yep. You know, yeah, the fact that Mayweather just completely yeah. nullified him. Yeah. Um, the worrying thing for me, I mean, I think it's one of those things where the fight was a gamble, and yeah. did the gamble pay off? It's kind of mixed views on that whether, whether the gamble paid off or not. And um, and also, Khan seems to think he won every round. I don't think he did. I think um, I think he may have won the first three. Was it round six? Was a knockout round five? Yeah, six, six. Yeah, so he won maybe the first three. I yeah. think Canelo was still finding his way, and after that, Canelo was just timing him to the body over and over again, yeah. and then in the sixth round, just unravelled. Yeah. I didn't. I had, I had Canelo having one round out of it. I thought the scorecards at the at the point of afterwards was fucking ridiculous. Some of them had Canelo four rounds. Four one. They one of them had him four one up. Are this ridiculous. Yeah. It's just the it's the slanted. But it's like the Khan can't come in here and, and dominate. And, and I, I mean, didn't dominate him. But I I had I had Khan winning the four rounds. But even though I, I had Khan four up, four one up, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't suspect that it would go any other no, way. No, no, no. Nor did I. But I just it it makes me not lose faith. But. In, a, in something that I've always No, I know, but well, you know what I mean. You see other people that watch come into the sport, come into the sport later, or yeah, not, d- yeah. come into that and see that, and they think, I know it didn't matter in the end, but yeah. if it had. But yeah. I think the fight itself was, T says, well, did the gamble pay off? I think probably, because you know it, it continues to, Khan's name in America just gets bigger. He, 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 everyone thought that was going to happen, so he hasn't really lost anything other than health. <laughs> Issues. I mean, my I've, my personal thing is that he okay. should retire. Okay. Uh, Do you want to cover something? Sorry, Seagull. No, I was going to say I don't think he should retire. He didn't sustain the beating. But when boxers um, talk about defeats and they talk about that with so much pride, um, the um, the parallel is Malinaji and Koto, mm-hmm. and Koto has destroyed him really. Yeah. Says yeah, but I stayed twelve rounds of Koto. Well, you fucking lost, mate. Mm. Yeah. So all all kinds of them say, well, I fought Canelo. I ran up. I stepped up and. I'm like no, mate. You, I, I'd, he was losing that fight. It was brave, but it was, just, it, it, it was brave. But that's but, all. But he didn't. In terms of, but in terms of Khan, he said, he, what, "What is there a fight that he could have had that he's now not going to get because of his loss to?" No, no, no but it's, not, a, it's the same thing with um, in going from a different different angle. Yeah. If Joshua loses a fight, still, he's I don't, I don't think it harms him. Yeah. And I think Khan is the same thing. It doesn't harm that he's lost. Yeah. Doesn't harm that he's lost, but. So was there even a gamble to take? Probably no, not. There was no really. gamble. Yeah, exactly. I think it broke even. Other than the fact that he, the gamble was that he might have got hurt. That was yeah, the only one. I think that uh, I think Khan used the phrase "my stock has risen since since this fight," and I think getting splattered. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think what he, I, the only way I can see that that is true is he's fought on Cinco de Mayo weekend. He's fought on pay per view. He's had a big fight against the lineal middleweight so champion exposure, and arguably the biggest active, biggest selling active boxer. Um, Biggest draw in boxing. Uh, that's the only way I can think that he's his stock has risen. With regards to the fight itself, I thought Khan was like three two up um, from round four onwards. You see Khan's left hand side is visibly reddening, where he's getting tagged with right hands to the body again and again. You could see it. You could see it coming from round four onwards that he was going to get taken out. Oh, I mean, the faint was just. It was like, oh, it was, yeah, it was. Canelo's fucking good. Yeah, yeah he's he is. Fuck, but yeah, and I think he's. I think he's live against Triple G. I think I think he's I think he's a live opponent for him. I think um, we we'll obviously we'll yeah, talk about that in a sec. But yeah. um, I think a lot has been made of um, Canelo dropping the belt yeah. to avoid GGG. But I reckon I think um, WBC were putting a lot of pressure on him to make a decision quickly. Yeah. And I think Canelo he dropped the belt to say, "No, you're not going to enforce me to make a decision I don't want to make." Yeah. Let the fight marinate for another year. Mm. But then, who, who, does, who does who does Golovkin fight between between now and then? Um, he, for me, 
Yeah. He has to fight Saunders, Jacobs, or Eubank Jr. One of the three. Two of the three would be good in, in, in the space of next year. Mm. And yeah. if he smashes them, which he probably will, yeah. then maybe the fight gets made. But I don't think... It sounds weird me saying this, but I don't think Dominic Wade... I don't think you go from that to fighting Canelo. Canelo probably sees that. Because yeah. uh, Canelo's actually mentioned quite a fair bit that... Um, when he fought Mayweather, it was on Mayweather's terms. Mm-hmm. I heard that either otherwise. But he said, oh, you know, I'm not going to go into a fight again where I'm not fighting on my terms. And yeah. uh, I think in terms of the money draw, uh, it is absolutely Canelo is by far the bigger money draw. Him and Cotto did 900,000. Him and Khan did 600,000. Triple D, Triple G, Lemieux did 90,000 pay-per-view buys. It was fucking embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so the money draw is Canelo. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Um, for me, you said two people that Triple G could fight. You said Jacobs and Billy Joe Saunders. Completely agree with you there. Third person, I wouldn't say Eubank Jr. I'd say Gilberto Ramirez at 168. Yeah, but does that, does that make any money for him though? Maybe if he goes to Mexico. He's quite popular in Mexico, isn't he? Yeah, so maybe and if he it's goes... easy to make because he's on HBO. Yeah. Um, and it's like we spoke about before on the pod. Triple G needs to test himself. You know, there, there's, there seems to be a lot of pressure on Canelo to fight Triple G, but Triple G is a massive favourite in that fight. So why are we so desperate to make a fight where Triple G is a massive favourite? Why don't we put Triple G in a fight where he's not the massive favourite? You're not frustrated with Canelo as well. I just want him to fight a fucking middleweight. Yeah, no, the... the the fucking catch- anyone yeah. the catchweight business the catchweight business is really annoying the 155 stuff it's really really annoying I like this. I'd like to see Canelo fight Billy Joe Saunders why not yeah. you know we seem to be putting it seems to be really important that he drop the belt I'm not really precious about that because all the belts are, are equally meaningless to me um, but if it, having a belt is so important to people fight Billy Joe Saunders he's got a belt again yeah, exactly. uh, just to finish on ha- uh, Khan mm-hmm. um, who does he fight next is it uh, he's, he's ducked Brooke or he's just said That's he's not big enough I had, a, I had a point about that he said he wouldn't fight Brooke as long as he's of Eddie Hearn which is a change of tact for him because he said he wouldn't fight Brooke at all oh, he's yeah, but he's it. just changed his mind first he said he would win a world title then we'll have a fight yeah uh, yeah like I said not with Hearn or not um, and it's not even it's, it's different excuse every money, time he's ducking him that would do an absolute fortune but, but, but once again so what is it he's I like Khan you know? <laughs> once again if Khan fu- not, sorry I can, you're not scared of Can Canelo be scared of Brooke if it quacks it's a duck it's a fucking duck yeah I think um, Khan again like I said about Joshua earlier on if he loses a fight I don't think it harms the Brooke the Brooke is always there Brooke is a Satan why should he fight Brooke now he could fight um, Garcia who is a mandatory for uh-huh. Probably got spots in four rounds over the fuck again. Yeah, book fight, the book fight's still there. So why should he fight book now? I think that his his attitude towards it is that well, book's there. Book is book will always be there. If I fight the best and lose, then yeah. I can still go back and fight him. Right. So at two points, he makes more money fighting Brook than than Garcia. Uh, than, than Garcia, but perhaps no, he's, he's got enough money that he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah, Garcia beats him. Nine times out of ten, because what we've seen over and over again with Khan is he hates boxers who can time their punches. Mm. Two boxers that do it better than else is Canelo and Garcia. That left, that he times that left hand better than anyone else in yeah. the world. Yeah, and he's in trouble again. I don't see yeah. that. I don't. I, I, I'd want him to fight Garcia. I'd be interested in seeing it happen. I genuinely. But I'd rather see him fight Brook. Yeah. Just for up. I genuinely us. want him to retire. I don't want to retire because he's. I don't want to more Put some meat on the bones, Al. Put some meat on the bones. I just think. So he's been. He's had three, three bad knockouts now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what he did? <laughs> Take him back to look at me. Say, come on. Um, that that last knockout was was horrific. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was bad. And you had people like found interviews within an hour. It was time to go. Right, who's next? Mm. I don't. He doesn't need it. I don't think. I, I'm not fussed about Khan Brook now. I I just I can't I can't give you any other valid reason as the fact that it doesn't excite me now because of. Just because of exactly that, the fact that he's just been knocked out that bad. I think if he, I think if he could get knocked out heavily again, I know the argument about the whole sustained beating thing yeah. is what they say better, but no one, no one knows that. Lots That's of just what we don't think. Recover from but it's not, it's not a shot twenty-nine year old or twenty-eight year old. I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying he's shot. I'm just saying he should retire. You just want him to retire. <laughs> but I, I like him. Like, one of my favourites. But whilst for I don't want him to retire. I want to see him fight Brooke. I don't I want him to. I think he should though. I wanted to see him fight people at his level, and that's my problem with Khan. He, for the last three years since he lost to Garcia, he's been trying to fast-forward his way to elite level by fighting people that are below 
So he hasn't fought people on his level. He's fought people like Algieri, Louis Colazzo, people that are fringe contenders, and then thinking that beating guys like that means he can jump and fight Mayweather and Pacquiao. He hasn't tried to beat people at his own level, like Furman, like Garcia, like Porter. He hasn't wanted to go through the levels. Because they're dangerous fights. He gets beat by them. Where is he? That's well, why. that's the thing. And like you said before about Brooke and the, will the, will the Brooke fight, um, it will still be there. I think if he loses, he's lost now. If he, say, beats somebody, then loses to Garcia, I think that fight's gone. I think Brooke would just say, you know what? Fuck you. You, don't, you didn't want it then. It Brooke depends on what, Bro- on what fight uh, Brooke I mean, can Brooke get, is, though. Brooke is desperate for him, regardless. Does, does he have many fights left of hand? I think he might have one more, and I think it's, I think it's uh, Jesse Vargas. The Vargas thing is, is, is done, and it's going to be over here. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's great. That's mm. great. I think, I think Brooke's a heavy favourite for it. Um, and then but, Errol Spence has come up. So, I think, so Errol Spence, where they said no originally, yep. have now said, <laughs> actually, I think we'll take it. So Brooke could have two fights now, but he might get to the end of that way. Maybe he doesn't need, it's still there, but maybe he doesn't need Khan as much as he does now. And, you know, that'd be a different situation when that when that comes up. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's it from the first half of Below the Belt. Join us after this. Below the Belt. Second half of Below the Belt. Um, what do you think? Because for, for people that are getting into boxing, one of the most confusing things is the amount of world titles. Who's the world's best fighter? And one of the yeah. things that's really hard to tell if you're going by who has what belt mm-hmm. is who's the best. Yeah. So let's take the heavyweight division for example um, Fury had to vacate the uh, IBF and obviously Joshua won it by a scam Mm -hmm. um, and now holds one of the belts and is a world champion but he isn't the best fighter in the world no the problem is though is that there are he has a belt round his waist that suggests that he is so is is it a bit of a farce well how did it come to be actually let's start with that I, uh, I, the thing is, it's um, the original. There's always been multiple world champions. I think it's the first thing we've got to say. There was there was the NBA back in the day, the National Boxing Association. The police used to sanction their own world title, world champion. The British board used to sanction their own world champion. It's something that's always existed since the dawn of boxing history, and it's always happened. Uh, in regards to the, 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 the big four, as we refer to them today, the WBC, WBA, IBF, WBO, uh, the WBA was the what you'd call the original they were formerly the NBA <coughs> yeah. um, and around I think it was around the late I think it may have been around the late 60s early 70s the WBC came in and then it went from there IBF came in and then WBO came in um, where did these all come from? they're all based they're all simply based in South America um, people anybody what? is allowed what? to start a sanctioning organisation you can start the Flav Boxing organisation if you That's like right. and you can sanction world title fights there is nothing stopping you doing that <laughs> And so yeah, just, money, just don't have enough money. FBA, FBO. It's all about money, and it's all about. And the way it worked early doors was uh, giving big, giving big names your world title to start off with. So I think Larry Holmes got the original IBF, IBF title. IBF, yeah, and Springs. He got, yeah, he got the original IBF title. And you get that name recognition with championships, then, and then you get a reputation, and then therefore people wanted to fight. Yeah, for the I title. can understand why a boxer would want to pick up a new belt because it gives them marketability, yeah. but. Why? Why did it happen? Like, did they, were they were they splitting to get away from rules, or, or, or was there any splits, or was it simply just organisations wanting to make this happen because there was money I, in it? Or, I think. Um, or do you not know? I mean, it's, I'm, I, I'm asking difficult questions. I've, I've I've read about it before, but a few times. Um, I think it's just people wanting to make money and start organisations and make money yeah. out of it. You know. There's money to be made. You get 3%. You know, when a world title fight is sanctioned, the organisation, the WBC, for example, get 3% of the purse. Yeah. There's money to be made. And there's a reason why certain fighters are forced to have mandatories, and there's reasons why certain fighters aren't forced to have mandatories. When was the last time Floyd Mayweather fought a mandatory challenger? Yeah. He never fought a mandatory, because it doesn't matter who he fights, they get 3% of a shitload of money anyway. <coughs> yeah. Um, whereas someone like a Tim Bradley, when he unified... They fucking stripped him like that. Yeah, and, and, and Fury. And Fury, because he's not money. Okay, so which of the four main belts would you say is the most reputable? Or does it just not matter anymore? The, the fighters, the fight, not, for me it doesn't matter. Um, the fighters all seem, a lot of fighters seem to love the WBC. They like yeah. the belt, they think it has, they, they talk about the history of it. it. It's just a sexy looking belt to be fair. It does look good. Um, it's a, it is probably Rocky... Ali held the belt. Yeah. For me, I think what the least worst is is the IBF. 
I know we, we shit on their mandatory sometimes, but when they, for example, when they have an interim title fight, it's for the correct reason to have an interim title fight. Um, Haskins, uh, Lee Haskins, is he benefited from that recently. The champion had an injury. They sanctioned an interim title fight. He won the interim title. The cha- the full, he was then made to fight the full champion. That champion dropped weight, didn't make weight on the scales. He made the full champion. IBF do things mostly right. But are we saying, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're, you're no more of it for me, but I, as far as I was aware, the IBF were a slightly checkered past, yes. should we say, but right, in terms of yeah. trying to use mm-hmm. different ways of getting what they wanted, right? Like mm-hmm. money, essentially yes. going in yep. the wrong places. So they got caught, a couple of bad people got caught doing that. Yep. That was bad. Yep. So the whole point of when these <laughs> regulars and silver titles and all the rest of it started coming about yep. was just a. Uh, a proper way or a, a above the line way yeah. of of punks essentially is, is, is what it was to say well look you know give us the money and fight for this silver belt and and they got their way that way mm-hmm. and now the why the IBF are so strict with their mandatories and do everything exactly by the book now with no mm-hmm. room for margin at all is because of this because they've got to have this reputation now because of their check of class I think I think with um, well, that's okay if you learn from your yeah no I'm just saying but is I that think, yeah, I don't I, know how I'm asking you whether you're, there's yeah, a basis you're right about the IBF they do have a checkered history in regards to uh, they do have a checkered history in regards to um, some ish I think it might be money laundering or something I don't want to say really because I'm not sure no I know so, I'm just saying, I don't know but that's um, just what I've read but before yeah. they have improved and I think what you're saying now about regular and interim and Intercontinental, that's a big bugbear of mine. It's a, you're basically buying rankings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, look, we'll, we'll come to that in a second. Yeah, go on. What's the Chagayev situation then? So, I have no idea. So, that's a fucking mess. So, oh, actually, it? no, he's not. He's got the belt back. He's got the belt back and he's fighting Fraser Quendo. For the proper belt? For the, no, no, no. Why no, did no. he, what happened? Okay, so, so. Lucas Brown beat him, but he got done for drugs. Tyson Fury is the WBA super champion and WBO champion and lineal champion. Um, and we talk. I talk about you know. I especially I talk about the lineage a lot. It's all we have in this mad world of crazy titles. Uh, but anyway, he's the champion. Fury's a WBA WBO champion. Uh, Chakayev was the WBA regular champion. Um, he then lost to Lucas Brown. Lucas Brown failed a drugs test. The belt was it's been made a no contest. contest yeah. It's gone back to Chakayev. Chakayev's mandatory is Reza Quendo. Okay, that's the story. With that. a but that's but that's essentially where these these belts have come from. Yep. Is people buying rankings, whereas before mm. there might be another way of getting that ranking. Yeah, yeah. Now they can do it. They can do it with these belts. All right. So another go on. Uh, I was going to ask about purse bids. What the fuck? Oh, does oh, that before, mean? before we come in, so I, just, I still want to talk about the, um, uh, the the kind of the weird silver belts, yeah. the inter- international belts, why there can be an interim champion and a full champion in some. It's, what, what? Okay, so so, the answer, so what, how did because the silver the silver belt hasn't always existed, is it? The no, WBC? silver belt is quite a new thing. It's so what what was that about? Is it just the same as the it's, second it's best? A belt, it's a belt. People yeah. they can it's for promoters like Eddie Hearn and whoever they can put it on a poster. Exactly. So and so prospect against random Hungarian for WBC silver title and people that don't know better. But there must be a reason. Other than that, it sells it, tickets. It sells tickets. Right? No, I can understand why a promoter does it. Why? Yeah. Why does a? Why does a? Why does a, uh, a sanctioning body cheapen its brand by doing that? Money. So it's literally, this Money, is the only yeah. reason the silver belt. If it wasn't got, like saying this. This states that you're. We recognise you as the as the second best fighter. They can use it as that. Like so, so they use the European belt, for example, like the WBO, for example. Yeah. Use that European belt as to say you can't get into the top mm-hmm. ten. I think it is <laughs> if you if you haven't got that European. Yeah. Belt, right? Yeah. So, yeah, go on. Or, or, or in the past and, and, and done it through those different it's ways. Like, they like, use it in how they need it to be used to, to get what they want. It's like owning it's like owning a shoe shop and only selling <laughs> white shoes. If you just sell white shoes, you sell one product, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world title, that's your one product. That's all you've got. Mm. They've got white shoes, pink shoes, green shoes, <laughs> yellow shoes. They've got every type. They've got crocodile skin. <coughs> they've got everything because... It's cheap. They've got the cheap ones. You've got your silver ones. You've got your intercontinental. Then you've got your world title, and that's where the real money is. Yeah, fair enough. Tell you what you say. Also, ask about the purse bids. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. that, that's an interesting one. Again, to people that aren't heavily into the sport, it's a yeah. confusing thing. Purse yeah. bids. So the thing is with with purse bids, it's okay. So you have so when somebody's a mandatory challenger, so like Parker, right? We spoke to about Joseph Parker, right? So. At some point, the IBF will enforce that mandatory. They will give Joshua and Parker a certain amount of time to discuss the fight, right? 
if they can't agree to a deal within a certain amount of time, it goes to purse bids, mm. right? What else happened in Wilder, wasn't it? That's why, that's why I put to Wilder. That's why I fought in Russia. Yes, yes. They, they the couldn't come up with a deal. Yeah. And it happened with Fury and Klitschko as well. Yeah. They made so a the, deal right So the, the last two minute. promoters bid. The, no, no, no. Anyone can no, bid. The bid, the bid happens after. Yeah. Right, right. So the, you get a tr- you, you have a certain amount of time to negotiate. If you can't reach a deal within, the, say, 30 days, mm-hmm. it goes to a purse bid. You can bid on the purse bid if you like. Yeah. Anybody can bid on it. It's why Eubank Blackwell ended up with Hennessy yeah. Channel 5. Yeah. And because why he ended up not staying with... Frank Warren, Warren can bid on two matchroom fighters. As long as you, then what happens after you win the purse bid? You've got to give a venue, and you've got to give a date. If you don't get, if you don't say right, this is where we're going to have it, and this is when we're going to have it within, I think it's fifteen days. It depends yeah. on the sanctioning body. Yeah. If you don't give those two pieces of information over, it goes back to purse bids. So essentially, it's it's, it's, it's to ensure that fights happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mandatory fights happen. It happens with the British board. Happens with all world titles. All of that stuff. That actually makes sense. All right, good work. <laughs> <laughs> good work, Cal. I learned a lot there, actually, to be fair. Uh, Wilderberg versus Provokin. 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 You're doing it again. I don't give a shit. It's called off because he, he, he tested positive. Uh, massive. Oh, massive Mel- shock. Meldonium. Yeah. Isn't that what Sharapova felt? Yes. yes. Mm. So essentially, Meldonium was, was legal mm-hmm. uh, a year ago or last year. Yeah, In all sports. Yes. It was used. It was used, and the, Povetkin and his team have said, "Yeah, Povetkin was using was using this, you know, constantly. That's, that's what it does. So essentially, what it does is it expands yep. the capacity for oxygen it's like to, to flow through. Essentially, yeah, it's like so, it's like an over the counter. So this is why it seems to be Eastern European, which is probably why Sharapova has been been caught up in it as well. Then they made it banned substance. Yeah. What the issue is with Povetkin is that he had a test before after it just got banned." Was clean, yeah. And then his next one, his urine sample, which was done behind a voluntary yeah. sample as well, just was positive. So they're saying, oh, it could have stayed in his system from last year when it was still legal. First, but hold on a minute, the one that you had only a couple of months ago <laughs> yeah. was clean. You thought, oh, fuck, it's, so it's a now. fucking farce. I better finish the bottle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going off. Oh, but, I've got to take it out of the fridge. But then, uh, I mean, I think with this drug, a lot of people don't know a great deal about it. I don't know how long it stays in the system and the effects of it, so it's all a bit murky. Massive uh, heartbreak for Wilder as well. And you think of the money that he would have spent. He would have got like four million quid or seven million dollars. But then what? Could he not then sue them for that? I think I think I think some legal cases discussion is going on. Yeah. Well, what what does he do now? Does does he fight? A cobra? <laughs> does he fight a Damori? Or does he fight someone who's going to be as good as Povetkin? You wouldn't blame him for having a, you know, to actually re-evaluating, re-evaluating, reevaluating their tactics because he, he'd have a die here of Povetkin Fury, maybe, or, you know, Povetkin Joshua, whoever, yeah. wherever the money might be. So you, he has to reevaluate his whole plan now. Yeah. So if he does a, a timekeeping fight, that's okay, in my opinion. Gets another one round yeah. knockout, and and, he, and then he moves on the plans again. But that's why this is so disappointing because he has to reevaluate everything. So I, I took it after after that after you know he failed the drugs test. I took I took two minutes and had a quick look at the rankings at WBC. So number one is Povetkin, but he'll obviously drop out. Hopefully, if there is any justice. Number two was Stivern, who hasn't fought since <laughs> losing the title to Wilder. Yeah. Number three was Pulev. Mm-hmm. So fighting someone, isn't he? He just fought to draw, didn't he? He just fought to draw. He just won a European title. The EBU title carries a lot of weight with the WBC. Uh, So that's got... He may even be elevated to number one quite soon. So I think you're right. I think he might be fighting somebody soon. But that makes perfect sense. Do you know what it boils down to? See, even with... In drugs (coughs) in general, I know we talk about what what should happen to people after after they get caught. If you think about it, so with Meldonian Flynn, so they know that this drug... You know of what it does, whether it was on the ban list or not at that time, and yeah. and it was quite open about the fact that people were taking this, particularly uh, uh, fighters from certain regions, should we say, yeah. um, were taking it. If you're going into a fight with, you know, if you're a British heavyweight going into that fight, you're thinking he's still at a massive advantage. The fact it was banned, and I, I find it it's, it worries me yeah. that the fact that someone that is is using something that is exploiting. Their stamina and yeah. probably and power to that yeah. extent yeah. is something that people that aren't from that region aren't necessarily on. It just and it seems to have gone under the radar and then suddenly banned just like that. It just seems like how many more is that times is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. 
before we ever know that what we've got is purely clean, which I'm sure probably will never happen. I mean, Povetkin I mean, was um, was like a man reborn after the defeat against Vlad, and um, I mean there were there were whispers that he was that he was juicing. I think well, Wilder called, called, called him yeah. on it. Wilder just said, "Yeah, yeah. well, he knocked out Mike Perez in a round, didn't he? Yeah. He knocked him out in a round. That was like, no wow. one does that. Mm. No, Perez is a tough guy, and he's never shown himself to be a huge puncher at top level. So, so what do you what do you think then? So. It's substance that he was using before, yeah. you know, legally, with, yeah. with justification, rightly or wrongly, in our in our opinions. Yeah. He, so he's been caught. Yeah. Forget the whole clean sample test before. Uh, Jen, though, what happens in a ban for life? What's your opinion yeah, yeah. on what happens now? What I think will happen, I think he'll get something like nine months. Mm. Uh, what I think should happen is... Take one of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Take one of his hands and a punch in the dick. Take one. Uh, I think... I. For me, I'm about second chances, so I'd give him a two-year ban, and if he got caught again, life. The, I mean, the issue with with drugs in a combat sport is it's a lot more um, exactly. it's a lot more permutations in that than there is in athletics or tennis or cycling mm. because you're fighting someone else, and if you're fighting someone who's drugged up yeah. to the eyeballs, yeah. it can hurt you badly. Exactly. So, I think from that point of view, you really have to treat this you have to treat this with kid gloves. Um, yeah. I mean, as Carl said, people should have a second chance, but whatever that first chance you... You, you kill someone. Yeah. You hurt someone. I don't, I, that's my, my viewpoint of it is, and I'm usually quite liberal with these types of stuff, but with this, I'd, I'd say it's, you've got to have zero tolerance. Because, because that one time that you didn't have zero tolerance, and like we say, someone gets seriously hurt or you know, even killed... Well, there's, been, there's been instances where people have taken performance enhancing drugs hurt someone badly and there's mm. been actual there have been criminal charges yeah. so I, I, zero policy would be zero tolerance for I think with the whole drugs thing it's very not having it yeah it's, it's, it's very murky because um, as I said in Povetkin's case the drug wasn't banned and now it is banned can I give him a lifetime ban for that um, Lucas Brown was done for a weight cutting drug yeah but apparently that, that, that's apparently a masking agent the drug yeah. was done for so yeah. uh, it's, it's really it's really it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's, Can I ask if you if you get caught for marijuana, do you get banned? Uh, I think you, you. I think you do. Isn't it? A really short ban. Ba- well, cu- yeah. Those those two drugs don't don't help you perform. I think marijuana does. It helps reaction times. Really? Yeah. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm apparently, sure according, sure. according, according to Joe Rogan, apparently a lot of basketball players take it because it improves your reaction times. It increases. Increase, in basketball for it. Um, Obviously not. I don't know a lot about the NBA to even say yeah, one yeah. or the other, but apparently um, it increases your awareness and something like that can make all the difference in boxing. Yeah. Didn't John Jones, the UFC yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. get done for that? Didn't oh, that, guy's, that guy's gully as fuck. He's man. scumbag. Money team, he's and he's in the money team as well. Yeah, oh, no, that makes sense. That money makes team. Sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Honestly, the quick. worst bunch of individuals on earth. What did you just say? I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he, he did a hit and run on a... Um, yeah, that's fine. On, on, on you a, can repeat it. Well, no, I just asked he, what he, he said. He did a hit and run on a pregnant woman and... Uh, the guy is... Money team! You did it, sure. What is it with the money team and... <laughs> hitting women. Hitting yeah. women with hands or objects. They love it. Oh, um, it's not good. Oh, no, God. it's fucking horrendous. Really? They love it. Still, they make money, Alka. That's what yeah. it's all about. Isn't it? <laughs> so all the killers and their million dollar quallers. See, mob deep lyric, boxing, oh. boxing thing in there. That's nice. Uh, well, just one thing to end on the drugs in boxing thing. Sure. Um, Mark's piece in the Boxing Monthly. Yes, about Galahad. Yeah, Kid yes. Galahad, because he claimed that he, he was spiked essentially by Galahad. So, and his brother admitted responsibility, which is a bit that's weird. bollocks. I think that's bollocks as well. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to say anything because it's. But, you know, but what, I don't know if it's bollocks. You don't know. No, 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 no my opinion is that it's bollocks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but the fact is you can't take someone's word for it it has to be proven mm-hmm. and, and the fact that they proved that he was he had banned some disease yeah. in his system it doesn't matter who's responsible it's but the system. lawyer You're said it was a negligible amount so right. is, is that small an amount that maybe he shouldn't have been banned what did Mark, Mark, what did Mark I think what, what Mark spoke about a lot was uh, about people's reaction to his ban yeah. and we spoke about before and I wanted to say that well you know if a two-year ban gets implemented, it should be two years. And what happened with Kid Galahad was he got a two-year ban, and I think he got reduced to 18 months. Yeah. Um, and what Mark spoke about was how people online were, were congratulating him for being back. Yeah. And, but at the same time, when somebody else gets caught failing a drugs test, it's like, oh, ban him for life, he's a terrible person, yeah, it's a t- dangerous sport. Why was that happening? Thompson and the 
other guy. I think they were saying in the media as well that in the large sections of media were being welcoming back, and the fact that there were people online welcoming back, but there were also people online saying, "Well, no." Yeah. Also, what the? Yeah, why why were they welcoming him? Why? Why? Why would? Why? Because he was a great hope, you know. And he's. Yeah. It's about that. They was yeah. getting special treatment. Yeah, I think, and I think because you know, obviously, like you know, sections of the media and, and uh, fans, us as boxing fans, we're gonna we're gonna lean towards British fighters, aren't we? We we want British fighters to do well, and I think perhaps that because Kid Galahad's a British fighter, that some people are more forgiving of that sort of thing than perhaps if it was a. A guy from no, no doubt. Yeah, that's um, fair enough. Someone like Pavekin. Well, I don't mind. English. Eighteen months regular testing. Yeah. You're clean, then that's fine, isn't it? As I long as you're clean fighter, that's. What I don't understand is why I have random drug tests. Why does this happen for every fight? Obviously, yeah. obviously financially. I have a bunch okay. of but, but at top level, at them. top level. Yeah. I have them for everyone. I mean, in fucking porn, everyone gets fucking tested. I have, to have it in fucking sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do it too far. So true. You know? Treat porn in drugs, in drugs like AIDS. If you think of it, there's a porn for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have to do. Yeah, exactly. To treat... Just like porn. Steads yeah. like AIDS. Mm. Um, okay. People could die. Just like... Anyway. Let's, the, let's most ex- the most exciting fight, in my opinion, because I was so convinced it was going to go the other way, was... Uh, Crawler versus Barroso. Yeah, I uh, told you. Did you? Not on here. <laughs> but I don't remember. I said, it's not on yeah, here. It, it don't exist. But our chat before. I told you. I don't know. What to the body. About. I was in Amsterdam. I don't. I wasn't nowhere near you. We didn't have a, talk, a chat about anything. Was it on the WhatsApp group? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. You might have said that. <laughs> um, a great fight. Yeah. You've seen it so many times before. Someone who, who, who kind of built up uh, in their own head, believed and uh, able to destroy everybody. And every boxer, no one goes for their, their entire career, no matter how heavy-handed they are, destroying everybody. They find a boxer who's too cute, who closes up, who can absorb punishment like Collar did. And when it mattered, Giz was gassed. It's happened, it was happened with... Well, it happened with um, Gonzalez against Burns. Yeah. Yes. To a certain degree. Yeah. I think um, Billy Graham in this month's Boxing Monthly, how much yeah. buy it? Yeah, um, he said that your game plan for Crawler would have probably been to stay on the outside and fight him at range to avoid his big shots, but he stayed in the pocket, and, I mean, the shots were, I think they were hitting his arms and whatnot, yeah, yeah. they weren't really hitting him cleanly, and that's probably the better game plan to have to let him punch himself out, yeah. because he's very heavily muscled, I think he's tight at the weight, and it showed that he got stopped to the body, I think um, if that body shot hit him two or three rounds early, he wouldn't have gone down from him, I think just fatigue. Yeah as much as the quality of the body shot done. It was a quite a performance from Barroso that you think, oh, we're never going to see him again. Yeah, you're right. That will you're be right. it for him. It's but, that's, but Barroso made me think of other fighters that have come to England and upset the apple cart. I mean, they've got Breedis Prescott. Yeah. I mean, you've got Gonzalez almost done it against Ricky Burns. There's yeah. so many fighters have come over here, like, lowly favoured. Even the great um, Winky Wright, sorry. Yeah. He, well, fought, he fought Bingham yeah. many moons ago. No one heard of him. And he yeah. won every fucking round. And... Uh, Maybe you thought Barroso might have been another one of those guys. And there's our there's our boy uh, Dennis Lebedev came over and beat Enzo oh. Marinelli. We love we love a bit Spurs of Dennis Lebedev. Spurs fan as well. Cooking you though, we love him on the we love him on below the belt. Sorry, we're supposed to keep our. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Sporting allegiance. <laughs> anyone wants to know that we're four Spurs fans? Yeah. No. The reason we love Lebedev isn't because of that. It's because he's a fucking savage. It's because he's also a fucking. savage. Did you see what he did last weekend? Oh. Oh, what did he, do? Oh. he he unified the WBA and IBF titles. He beat the guy. He beat Ramirez, who yeah. drew with Oval McKenzie. Yeah. He fucking battered. <coughs> the referee almost Steve Stoga had a mare. He had a fucking mare. He was but crouched over Ramirez yeah. and Lebedev just going fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> and it was it was actually in all seriousness, it was yeah. it was fucking dangerous. It was very and bad. Smoga should not be allowed to referee again. Last time I refereed in Russia, and I don't think he's allowed to. Yeah, because. Since he well. kissed Bernard Hopkins a couple of years ago, he slowly started to lose his mind smoker. Yeah, God. Mm. We've gone I've way off topic. I had a huge amount of faith in Crawler. I thought, I think Barossa was an easier fight to sell for Matchroom, for example, because of what happened with, with Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. But I think we can all agree that Kevin Mitchell was gone. Uh, at that point, shot, yeah. yeah, all right. It wasn't, yeah. So that made it easier, which I think heightened the fact of people going, "Oh, you know, you know, we know what Bros has done before as well." But <laughs> I just thought, I think, I think, I think Crawler was, was. I did say he was going to be too cute for him, and as much as, as much as his tactic on the night is very similar to what Joe Gallagher says to, in most of his yeah. fights, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just happened to work this time, so yeah. I didn't want to go over the ball on, on top point. of that, but. 
Crawler executed it perfectly. You still need the fighter to execute that game plan perfectly and, and not become overawed. I think Barossa came in and fought. So he's not gone past six rounds. Yeah. And I think he fought. Well, you know, he probably got caught up with the with the talk as well. I think the atmosphere got to him a bit because it yeah. was as much as the undercard was horrific, was. which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, I think he. Uh, <coughs> I think he. You could see walking down. He was pumped. You know, he was he was ready to go. And and then when Crawler was still there after four. Five rounds. I think. What, what the, yeah. What, what At that the fuck? point, I realised I'd made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and I and, I, and, I, and it said and that, and that and that body shot of Crawlers now is becoming it's like it, a state, his signature shot. Yeah. And it was brilliant. And I must admit, like I said, the. The, the crowd was relatively flat for most of it, but the, the, there's that one picture at the end uh, that that, um, that Matchroom actually retweeted, and, and it is a great picture of up up in the god looking down onto the ring, and you can see the first fifteen twenty rows all the way around the ring, as as the ref calls it, and the everyone on the feet, and it was brilliant. And yeah. that's you know those are the type of moments that you remember in in rings like that. I still, I still struggle with color though, man. Yeah. I think is it, I, I don't think it's that good. Yeah. Why? To be fair, I mean. The first time I saw him fight was against Derry Matthews, and Matthews beat him. Yeah. Oh, look, league. he's been on a hell of a journey now and, from um, where he's been. I don't know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that burglary was rigged, man, because since that burglary, he's become like a fucking man of the people, and everyone yeah. fucking loves him. But, yeah, yeah. but no, I, I don't know, I see Colin, I think... Cynical. I don't know, man. He's a I don't man, think man. he's... Well, it, 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 well I'll it, tell you it, what. I don't think he's the best. I mean, he's, he's not the best in the world. He's the best lightweight in the world. He's not. We're going to fight. Of course he does. Yeah, that's fucking hard, yeah. isn't it? Uh, he's, he's, we're going to find out. Because the best heavy, uh, lightweight in, in the world, in my opinion, is Flanagan. Not Lenares? No. I... Flanagan is the bulls. He that's just can't now. open. He just can't say five, more than five words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's his problem. He, yeah. he can't market himself. That's mm. just the way it is. But he is the best in the world. They went to the and, same school. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's incredible. I don't think that's outrageous. I don't think that's outrageous you saying that at all. No, I completely no, I can so. go with that. I think there's uh, Ramses Barthelemy was a really good lightweight. Mickey Bay's really good. And then there's Lenares. I like Mickey Bay. Yeah. Mickey Manny Toom. Uh, there's <laughs> there's Lenares. Is he at any win? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's libelous. That's definitely libelous. <laughs> it was something with comedic effect. Yeah, I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's a lovely guy, <coughs> church-going man. And what's, what's the shame is that I, I genuinely don't think that that qualifying fight's going to happen. No, it just looks too messy, doesn't it? It's, it's, just... it's your favourite word, mate, marinate. I, I, don't think it it, will marinate. I don't think it'll happen. I think, it will uh, marinate. I mean, you have, to take, you have to take what's, what's said with, with a pinch of salt. I think... I think Matchroom have already received legal letters from from Frank Warren about the fact that they've been speaking to Steve Wood. Mm-hmm. It's just too messy. And, he, and when when they talk about the money side of things, on what the money that Crawler is on for a world title fight, and what and what Flanagan is on, mm-hmm. it is it's true. Yeah. It's true that the, the it, they're too different. It's, yeah. it's too sparse. That it's 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 really bad. If you can hear all the giggling in the background, <laughs> because they've all just eaten a caramel crisp. Marks and Spencer's caramel crispy. Caramel pick, crispy. Oh, yeah. Sorry, crispy. When your lips look like crispy beer. When you pick up your copy, of, when you pick up your copy of Boxing Monthly later on, go to MNS and get some caramel crispies. They are so fit. I couldn't concentrate on what you were saying because I was having an orgasm in my <laughs> they mouth. Are so fit. Yeah, really. Um, so, the undercard. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and, exactly. It was. I mean. We should say what I mean. So, Martin uh, Murray for uh, Thomas. Martin Murray looked like he was fighting a child. (laughs) 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 I tweeted up the account. I said that Martin Murray just got a a routine win against a Belgian child. (laughs) How come you struggle so much then? No, no, (laughs) I'm saying it doesn't matter. But he was. I felt sorry for it. He looked fucking. Actually, I said he looked terrified. He actually gave it a go. This yeah, he did, you know. He, he did. did, you know. But he looked like four... His arms and legs looked like four pieces of spaghetti tied together around, like, a bean. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> a bean. Uh, and, and I know why... The, and I can get the logic of what... Of what... Um, of what Eddie was saying in terms of, oh, I wanted to pay Crawler every penny I could, yeah. you know, and, and that meant I didn't have very much for the undercard. He wanted to pay him as if as if it was going to be a pay per view because their plan was to do it pay per view. Yeah. But for what everything else that was going on and what was coming up with, with June twenty fifth, they couldn't do it. I, I, I get that to an extent, but the value for money for the people that bought the tickets to go to that event, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I mean, and he's talking to us about having um, Chisora and um, Pulev and Pulev. Yeah. Oh, well, they got to watch that. I uh, if that that main event was great, right? And it was, and I loved yeah. it as I've just said. Yeah. And I know ifs and buts, but if that had tanked, I think the reaction would have been ten times worse. But <coughs> the undercut, his his reasoning for that, it's not good enough. No. It isn't good enough. He's gone from 
these undercards being built built up, and it's going back the other way. And I think I think we'll see it more. I think yeah. you'll end up fight seeing terrible undercards with with a great main event and maybe a good support. And I understand when they say I haven't got quite got the money and no broadcaster's got the rights fee to boxing like we have with other sports. I get that, but it's not good enough for the yeah. for the people going to the shows. It's not good enough. But what we need to point out, I don't know if everyone who listens to it even has Sky, but yeah. they delayed the qualify fight to fit in the, the Chisora mm. v Pulev fight. Yeah. So the people obviously in the, people actually there at the boxing probably had, I mean, what did they, what did they, they chucked on time? a couple of four-rounders. Okay. Yeah, they chucked um, on a couple of four-round floaters. But if you're, Sky's a lot of money. I've, I've just been, I've spent, you know, I was off last week. I spent last week haggling with Sky about how much money I'm paying. I paid about 80 quid last month because of Joshua's pay-per-view and all of that. Sky's a lot of money. And people forget, they, you know, when they talk about the Sky thing, they say, oh, well, it's pay-per-view, it's only on Sky. Sky, costs, Sky Sports yeah, is a lot of money. If this was about football, I'd be tearing my hair out. Yeah. But because it's boxing, you kind of just, you accept because it's, it's a TV sport, really. I mean, it's... Yeah. But that doesn't, make, that doesn't make up for the fact... I get, so there's other cards in there, and I know he didn't particularly sell it, but the fact that those tickets... Every fight was TBC. Every opponent was TBC. Yeah. Ten days before the, before the, before the card. That's not good enough. And and when you've got things like... Um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. When, you, when you've got uh, undercards coming up where he's got... Where, like the, the Echo, the Bellew, uh, Goodison Park is coming up, right? Yeah. So you look at that card and you go, whoa. So you look at names that you might recognise. Paul Smith, Callum Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, I think Jose Bert is fighting in there. And, and, a, and a couple yeah. of others. And you'll go, but they're going to fight nobody. And it'll just be a procession. It's a procession of just wheeling out the Mushroom card. That's a little, just to that's sell a little it. different, though. Because that fight is at Goodison. I'm just using that play. as an example. Whereas, well, like, whereas I think yeah. that's what you'll find happen. I, what I think would rather, I mean, the June 25th card, you know, yeah. look, we're going. I'm excited about it. You know, I'm looking forward to watching Chris Eubank and I'm looking forward to, to Groves and, 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 uh, and, well, that's about it actually so far in terms of competitive stuff that we're going to see. Eubank won't be competitive, but my two favourite fighters. Yeah, it will be. But wouldn't you rather, I'd rather it be on those bigger cards, for example, rather than starting at five o'clock, you know, with all of these fights that lined up where it's just a bit of a procession, spend the money on the free, on the free world title fights or but free they can't, P they, they can't spend money on every single card though, can they? But they're not, but if they, they don't on every card, but if they, if they tighten those cards up, yeah, to the fights that the people actually want to see. Rather, I know he's got to get fighters out as well. It's That's difficult. Thing, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's an easy way around it, yeah, or that he's a complete yeah. cunt doing it. Or, <laughs> but well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> but there's there's got to be a bit more middle ground than what we've had in the yeah. last year, particularly. I, I think there is some validity to what you're saying now. I think I think what you just touched on. He has a lot of fighters. He's got to get them out regularly. So I you know he has that. To, you know, has that to think about. Um, but I think you're right. I you know. But going to boxing ain't cheap anymore. It's fifty quid minimum, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. If you're buying, you know, even ago we were trying to go to the show in Harrow, that was forty quid. Mm. You know, Harrow Leisure Centre for fuck's sake. It was forty quid to go to Harrow Leisure Centre. Do you know when you get you get fights at, at like Blue Water? Yeah, mm. Harrow Leisure Centre. Yeah. Does it not fill you with existential dread of walking into watching boxing in like why gymnasiums or? Like amongst shops, there might be some naughty people in the crowd. Like, There's always going to watch some white collar boxing, mate. No. Jeez, that is good fun, yeah. No, but yeah, it just kind of it fills me with dread. Like the idea of the girl fighting in Blue Water Shopping Centre yeah. just fills me with a horrible, hollow feeling inside. It's just like, because <laughs> right, you feel bad for him, kind of thing. Or it's just well, depressing. Is it not depressing to fight in a shopping centre? No, I find it. I get excited about that shit. I don't know. Like, I, don't the, know. I, I, I mean, not, I wouldn't even. Want, I would. Flamme's a good point because James DeGale was a, was an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah, and, and he was fighting. We've seen, seen yeah. someone like Tommy. Was it? What's his name? Campbell. What's his first name? Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell. And he's fought in arenas all throughout his career. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And he got somebody's won, won an Olympic gold fighting in blue water. Well, that was after, particularly after the Groves defeat. That's well, yeah. when he went back down. I had one but of my no, mates no, no boxers should fight but... in blue water. Go to gap in blue water. You don't fucking. But what I mean is, you can get you can get away with it in, in ones like that, and you and you'll go into those types of shows for a reason. And you're saying you're right. You know, boxers not changed, but you can. That, that depends on the card as well. I mean, yeah. look, to 18 months ago, I spent 150 quid on a VIP ticket. You know, for the Joshua fight where he pulled out with his with his back muscle. And we've spent. We're going to Joshua. Film, we spent 80 quid. We're going to be in. Top tier. We're gonna be dabbing our nose. In yeah, nose exactly. Blink. You know, so it's <laughs> it, it depends on the cards, but like I say, it was it was something I thought was worth talking about that match with Pablo because it was horrific. Do you not do you not imagine like the ring 
being in the middle of the centre and people are just walking around. <laughs> 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 With their shopping bags looking up at James and Gal beating shit out of someone. Do you know what, right? Do you know what? The, the, Has- the Haskins fight, the, Has- the, the Haskins fight in, in Cardiff, it was... That was bad. It was bad. It poorly was, attended. It was very poorly Where attended. Uh, Cardiff. It was at Ice Arena. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sabi fought like that, didn't he? Andrew Sabi? Yes. Oh, I've got the night mixed up. Yes, yes, yes. No, so it he, was was on the... he was brilliant. I love him. I love the look of him a lot. Okay. Cool. Sorry. Stop talking. Come over. on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, it was a good pod. That was good. It was. Enjoyed it. Good fun. Good work. Round of applause for ourselves. Dumb. Fuck me. No, I'm not applauding myself, I'm applauding you for you. Oh, alright, I'm fine. Then. You Carry just on. stood there with your arms crossed like a miserable little man that you've been this evening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a horrible, miserable little What's man. What's nice about like Crawler and. Who's your nice Crawler? I've done his moan all night. <laughs> what about? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I was annoyed. Yeah, no, there was a fair. lot to moan about. This there was a Dave. lot. Hey, you were moaning about Khan should retire. That wasn't moaning, that was just All belts are shit. That's true. Wilder's a prick. Yeah. No, I don't say about Wilder. Yeah, Connor's a bum and Barroso's yeah, a cunt. Any, any draft sheets, they should be retired yeah, and, immediately. And, and Eddie Hearn's a cunt. Yeah, and Eddie Hearn's a cunt. So, and Cardiff <laughs> Ice Arena's a shithole. You're out of order. Yeah, you're right. And you want us out of Europe. That's what you said before. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! That, is, that yes. isn't true. And on that, that bombshell. That isn't true. That's the top button. We'll see you next month. See you next time. Uh, thank you uh, once again for downloading. Uh, it's a blow the bell underscore on Twitter. Yeah, yes. Uh, Give us ratings and reviews on iTunes. Any yes. iTunes reviews are lovely. There's there's already a couple on uh, there. They're very yeah. very nice. Yeah. At Ball Street, we put uh, we're putting out a pod as well, and I've been looking. In, I've been asked to look into the algorithm and how podcasts get pushed up the ratings. It ain't all down to downloads. It's to do with ratings and to do with reviews as well. So be very much appreciated. Yeah, that'd be great if you could. And our podcast is the one that the boxing glove is an icon. There's a hundred and one pods called Blow the Belt yeah. that, we've, that we've learned. So, oh, yeah. I just the one of the boxing yeah. gloves. The red boxing glove is the icon. Yeah. yeah and buy Boxing Monthly. Yes. Yeah. It's a good one this month. All right. See you next month. Right. Go. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.